Apple is raising its iCloud prices. Google has killed another project. All that and more on today's tech news. Apple is raising its prices for iCloud storage in the UK and some other regions as well. And this is actually coming in at a 25% increase for UK customers. Currently, you still get your five gigabytes of iCloud storage free with your Apple device, which let's be fair, doesn't cover anything at all these days. Before these changes, you could get 50 gigabytes for just 79 pence. So with a 25% increase, that is now gonna to rise to 99 pence. For 200 gigabytes of storage, it was £2.49, and that's now going to go to £2.99. And then 2 terabytes of storage was £6.99 a month, and that's now going to go to £8.99 a month as well. So these increases, like I say, are going to come to the UK, Poland, Romania, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, Sweden, Tanzania and Turkey, and finally the United Arab Emirates. Obviously, iCloud storage is part of the Apple One bundle. However, those prices have not yet changed, but we may see those increase in the future. Here in the UK, the government are trying to pass a new bill that will force messaging services, including Apple's iMessage, to scan for contents of the messages for CSAM. Apple has argued that any weakening of end-to-end -end encryption puts everybody at risk. In a statement to the BBC, Apple called encryption a critical capability that provides privacy of journalists, human rights activists and diplomats. Apple is encouraging the UK government to make changes to the proposed regulation that wouldn't compromise end-to-end -end encryption. So Apple states, it also helps everyday citizens defend themselves from surveillance, identity theft, fraud and data breaches. The online safety bill poses a serious threat to this protection and could put UK citizens at greater risk. Apple urges the government to amend the bill to protect strong end-to-end -end encryption for the benefit of all. Now, the UK government has been trying to put a stop to encryption and put security holes in it for a number of years now, and that will affect all companies, basically, whether it be Meta, Signal, Telegram, Apple's iMessage, and even Google's RCS messaging service as well. All those include some encryption, and putting a backdoor in there would affect everybody, because whilst the government always argues that only they would have the key to the backdoor, Obviously, that isn't the case with hackers. They're able to get that key. They're not going to listen to the law. They're always going to try to find a way in, just like previously when the Apple went against the FBI regarding unlocking the device. They said that once they've unlocked it, they would share it everywhere else. The FBI said that wouldn't happen. And then the next thing you know, they get software that could actually unlock that device. And what they do, they share it with other departments as well. So this just goes to show what Apple's saying is actually correct. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how Apple was actually shutting down my photo stream. And they've now gone ahead and stopped uploading the photos to photo stream ahead of the actual shutdown. Now, when I put this story out, I've seen multiple people saying how they didn't understand if this was basically iCloud photo library storage. And it is different. You pay for your iCloud photo library. So that isn't going away. It's just this free feature, which was introduced by Steve Jobs as part of iCloud in 2011. And my photo stream automatically uploaded your photos and videos on your one device. You can download them on another device manually without syncing. And it didn't actually go against your free five gigs of iCloud storage either. But then later on, it was changed over to the iCloud photo library instead. Now, 
the downside, obviously, with this old storage was it was limited to 1,000 files and it was deleted automatically after 30 days where where you're paying for iCloud photos, they are there more permanently for as long as you're paying for that storage. Well, Google's on another killing spree. This time it's killing a project rather than an actual product. In 2022, it emerged that Google was working on an AR headset called Project Iris, which was a plan to build smart glasses. However, according to Business Insider, Google is not currently working on its own smart glasses after cancelling Iris earlier this year. The plan was originally to build and launch Iris as its own product. And Google did actually purchase a company called North, which was a pioneer in human computer interface and smart glasses in 2020. Let's pour one out for John B. Goodenough, the professor and engineer who won a Nobel Prize for development of the lithium-ion batteries that we find in most of our portable devices. He was also notable for his earlier work on the technology that made possible random access memory, or RAM. And Goodenough died on Sunday, aged 100. So we thank him for all his work and we pour one out for him. If, like me, you're not a fan of stories, then this one is going to come as a bit of a downer for you. Stories is now going to come to Telegram, unfortunately. In a message thread shared on the Telegram channel, Durvo said that the more than half of the feature requests submitted by users ask for Stories features, that you, know, you get these in Snapchat and Instagram, and then obviously Facebook, and even TikTok has started doing them at one point as well. So unfortunately, this is going to come. Now, how will this work? Well, pretty much the same way as you'd expect. Users will be able to share photos or videos that disappear after a while. However, Telegram is trying to do more than its competitors. For example, you can choose whether the story will expire after 6, 12, 24 or 48 hours. Hopefully, any of my friends who are going to be sharing on these stories will only do it for 6 hours. So hopefully, I'll be able to miss at least some of them. Uh, unfortunately, like I say, this is going to become unavoidable as more and more companies include these features. Now, yes, I am aware that I pronounced the surname wrong. I think it's Durov, but unfortunately, trying to edit that back in is a bit of a nightmare. So I just want to put that little point at the end. Well, that's it for today, guys. I do want to give a shout out to the Essential Apple podcast. They actually invited me to be a guest on Sunday on their episode. And I hadn't been on there for quite a while just because of my work shift pattern, unfortunately. But I really enjoyed myself and I'll leave a link in the description so you guys can listen to that episode.